behind the crown gown and makeup incredible women are working to change the world through service style success and scholarship join me madeline fisher as i sit down with title holders within the miss america organization to share just how outstanding these young women really are it's the four points podcast Hello and welcome to the Four Points Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Miss America organization and the wonderful women who hold titles in it. And today I'm joined by my dear friend, Shaylee Barnes, Miss Indiana University. Hi. Hey, Shaylee. How are you, Queen? I'm good. Oh, it's so good to see you. We only see each other on pageant day and like we're just hanging out. This is so fun. It's so fun. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. My name is Shaylee. Uh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm 19. I'm a Capricorn. Um, I've been doing pageants for a really long time, and I think this title was one that I really wanted to get, so I'm really happy to be here with it, representing Nice. And you you said you started very young, and I did know that you competed as a teen, so kind of tell everyone how you got into the organization and your experience competing as a teen. Just kind of give us a little insight about that. So Sam Robbins, that's a miss right now, Mm -hmm. uh, we danced together at the same studio when we were younger, and through that, she became involved in pageantry a lot sooner than I did because she's older and my mom got wind of it from her and was like you should do this I was like no I was 12 I was very shy like didn't wasn't outspoken was very much a follower of everybody else in school was not popular did not think that I could get anywhere with it and so I did one and I I hated it and I didn't do it again for the rest of the year Um, because everybody there was just they were so much older and it was a like a closed teen pageant, Mm -hmm. which I think has a very different vibe from a lot of uh, miss or like open teen pageants because there were no misses. It was just teens and it was local and closed. So it was uh, weird because I didn't know any of the other girls. So then after that, I just like kept doing it and I really got into it and I started making friends, especially when I like ventured out of Zinesville, which is where I'm from and like started doing them there and meeting people from around the state and I fell in love with it and I got my first title my freshman year of high school and I had three teen titles and here I am today. And what teen titles did you hold? My first one was the last one. I was um, Heart of Indiana Mm -hmm. from Sweeps and then I was East Central OT and then my last one that I held for two years was um, Hoosier Heartland. Yeah, I knew Hoosier Heartland, but I didn't know the other two. And it's really nice to have you here because you are the first person to come on who has competed as a teen, like mm. long term, and been yeah. to Miss Indiana before, which is exciting to hear your <laughs> input on the week. Yeah. Because uh, I've never been. I mean, obviously, we've ta- I've talked about that so many times. <laughs> um, but this is your first year competing as a Miss, and we're both the same age. Our birthdays are like very close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did you, the local season go for you this year? What kind of was different for you? And how did that kind of adjustment set in for you? I mean, the biggest like difference is the difference between active wear and then sip. Mm-hmm. So I had to start, you know, like 
talking more on stage, which I always was like fine with on stage question as a teen, but having to get up there and like say a planned speech was something that I was like, this might not be good. I haven't had to memorize a speech since (laughs) high school Spanish. It's been a while. (laughs) And so going into that, I was just like, this is like weird. You know, I've been on Zoom so long. I've just been reading off my computer. And not only did I have to like memorize it, but I had to actually put passion Mm -hmm. and like a meaning behind what I was saying, which I had when I wrote it, but it's hard for me to like keep that meaning when I've said it, said the same thing so so many times. times. And I did compete in a lot of locals this year. I started um, the first half of the year and I just kept going. I was getting such great experience. And I remember the first time I got runner up, like I was like, oh, maybe soon. Like I'm getting there. No, we just, we kept getting runners up, but that's scholarship just money, so, like, it's some, fine. Some some <laughs> did not, which, I mean, it's fine. But, like, I was getting experience through the interviews. I was getting feedback from the other girls, from the directors. And so it was something that I wasn't, you know, mad about. But I, I would find myself getting very frustrated, mm-hmm. not with anybody else, but just with myself. Because I was like, you could do better than this. Like, last time you got first runner-up, this time you didn't place. So, like, I was finding myself in, like, a loop of, you know like what's happening Mm -hmm. but I mean through all that I've really I think I've transitioned I've made that transition from a teen to a miss and I'm still working on it because I mean I'm still very young and Mm -hmm. it's it's very different but yeah I don't really know the differences but being on the (laughs) younger side of it there's there's like a generational difference of the people who are aging out and the people who are aging in But, I mean, you're amazing. You're so well-spoken, and I love you dearly. So we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to start talking about style and service. All right, and welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. I am joined by Miss Indiana University, Shaylee Barnes, and we are going to start talking about the Four Points of the Crown, and first on the list is style. So what I've talked about with a lot of other people is that there is a misconception as to what a pageant girl is supposed to look like, how she's supposed to act, and I want you to break down that stigma for me a little bit because you've talked about it before in other interviews, and your answer is always so good. So I think the main reason when I was younger why I was so against doing pageants was because of that misconception that it's like toddlers and tiaras, that you have to come in and you have to put on a spray tan and then put on a dress and, you know, parade yourself around looking like this perfect, like, cake topper. And that's not what it is at all. It is to be just confident in yourself and confident in what dress you're wearing. The dress itself does not matter. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you spend $1,000 or $100. It matters how you feel in the dress and how you present yourself once you put that on. Absolutely. And speaking of dresses, do you have a favorite dress that you've worn across your time as a teen and a miss? I think my favorite dress was probably the one I wore for my last year as a teen. It was like a big pink ball gown and it had like a little scoop neck and it was really tight on top and then it just it was so pretty and the sparkles on it were like in a cracked eggshell pattern and then it was just glitter glued on so it was the absolute messiest thing (laughs) but oh it was so pretty and the way it sparkled on stage and I actually have a little story about it just because so I did I was in the red group so I did my evening gown on the first night Mm-hmm. So I do that, you know, feel really good about it, go backstage laughing, eating food in my dress, of course, like you do. <laughs> and I was like, hey, can somebody unzip me? Because I was ready to go. And they come over and they start unzipping me and they're like, I can't get it. 
I was like, oh, okay. And so like the the like adult helpers that are back there mm-hmm. with us, they come over and they're like, it's stuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> and we were like, I was like, stuck? They're like, yeah, it had like split. So like the bottom <gasps> was open and the top was open. And like the zipper was still attached to the dress, but it's like, you know, when you have a jacket uh-huh. and like and splits, yeah. that's what it did on my dress. And keep in mind, one of these people is my high school choir teacher. Okay. Just by the way. So they have to rip me, like rip me out of the dress, like <laughs> from the bottom, pull it over my head. So my choir teacher is literally there seeing me butt naked because <laughs> I didn't wear anything under that dress. <laughs> I can't. And, <laughs> and so I had to get it fixed like the next day. And thank goodness I did because I was a finalist. So I did have to wear it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say maybe the dress story, maybe the judges caught wind of it and they were like, put this girl in the top five. Put her back feel in. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> she paid to have this dress fixed in a day. <laughs> and you finished as third runner-up, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you not remember? I don't know. There, Surely, was, there were five of us, and yes, yes I was fourth. <laughs> so that's what I know. runner-up. Yeah. There we go. Okay, good. <laughs> now that we're on the same page. Um, so the dress experience going from teen to miss is a little different. So kind oh, of describe so what they think is a teen dress versus a mistress. So I've definitely always been a little bit more blessed in the top, as mm-hmm. people like to say. So it was so hard for me as a teen to find a dress that people were like, oh, that's appropriate. And it definitely got a little bit easier as I did have a um, reduction surgery uh, after my going into my um, junior year of okay. high school, I think. Yes. Going into my junior year of high school, I did have a reduction surgery. So it got easier after that. But I remember just before that, people always, that was the first thing they saw about me. Um, Whenever I went shopping, whenever I went dress shopping, they were like, oh, we're going to have to look for something a little more covering for you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you for saying that. Like, that makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so good as like an insecure freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. And... I remember my first year, we had my dress custom made for me because we couldn't find anything that like fit my top and fit my bottom because I was smaller on the bottom and I was mm-hmm. just like just like two sizes up on the top. So I had that dress custom made for me and that was really fun. That was a good dress. Um, but like a lot of people didn't like it because it wasn't like what they thought a pageant gown was just because it was something that was made to fit my body, mm-hmm. which was not a pageant body, you know? And after that, it was just like a constant battle of me trying to find dresses that, you know, fit me in ways. And the next year I I was like, whatever. I got like a hanging shoulder dress and it just made me feel beautiful. And everybody was like, that's a little much showing, don't you think? I was like, no, No. it's my body. Like, this is just how it's going to be. It's a covering dress, Mm -hmm. just not on me. And that's fine. Like, even because even though I was a teen, it's like. There's yeah. just such a stigma against like, oh, this is what makes a teen dress and this is what makes a miss dress. Like mm-hmm. a hanging shoulder is like a teen dress or like that doesn't work on misses. Yeah, and then a big ball gown is like a teen, a teen dress, dress, but you got to make it skin tight when you become a miss. Yeah. And you've done a great job with the adjustment and the dresses that you pulled out this year were gorgeous, <laughs> especially the white one because it had the the vertical lines on it and it looked mm-hmm. so good on you and we're going to put pictures of all these dresses online because they're stunning and our descriptions never do them justice on this <laughs> podcast so it's just fair that we share them with you 
Um, so how was your shopping experience this year for Miss Indiana? Yeah, so like you said, like the ball gowns or the teen dress, I did find myself this year actually being like, well, I want to present myself as a little bit older and more mature on stage because I know I still and well, most likely usually have or like for a while have a little bit of a baby face because mm-hmm. my dad's side of the family blessed me with these little chubby cheeks. So <laughs> um, I was when I was shopping, I found this beautiful purple gown with like, ruching on top and it was absolutely gorgeous but it just like fell into like um like a tool skirt oh yeah um just like a loose tool skirt and it was absolutely beautiful on me but I just like when I was shopping for that I like couldn't see myself in stage on that as like an evening gown yeah because I felt like no matter like I could do it justice I could walk that thing so good but just like not as I want to present myself True. on that you stage. You could convince other people of it, but you wouldn't be able to convince yourself. Yeah, because, like, I just want to feel like a sexy, I don't know, pageant, amazing me. Queen. Queen. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, went for something a little bit more skin yeah. tightish, but I definitely saw a lot of, like, I found myself trying on ball gown after ball gown because I was like, I've I've always loved these. And but they're just comfortable, too. Yeah, and as soon as I put it on and looked at myself in that mirror, I was like, I look like I'm 13. And, mm-hmm. like, that was okay before. And, like, that made me look gorgeous before. And I was like, I can't look like a 13-year-old <laughs> on stage. Like, I could, but We could do that on the off night, <laughs> just not on red carpet night. Yeah, I definitely couldn't afford both, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, but everything else in my shopping experience was amazing like it was so nice to like finally be able to try on dresses with like a slit that went above my knee you know scandalous (gasps) candy or like (laughs) like i did i used to try on like you know one shoulders or strapless i love a good one shoulder and like it was nice i never got them like i could have but like you know the ones that are kind of ball gowns are like weighed down and they never stay up and it's just a little bit harder so i definitely was like oh my god like I'm a little Maybe woman. Maybe for next year, but mm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you can see my, like, my chest. and like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I just felt sexy. I felt nice. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really good experience for me to be able to, like, actually try on those dresses that everybody before has been like, no. Like, no. I got to try on a black dress this year. <gasps> wow. It was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> but, Yeah. yeah. So another part of style is kind of how your talent plays into your personal style. So tell everyone what your talent is. I'm a vocalist. Yes, and she's a really, really good one. I talked about this, I think when Alyssa was on the podcast, we were talking about how amazing of a vocalist you are. But kind of talk about your style when it comes to picking the kind of songs that you Mm -hmm. like to sing and how that plays into your personality and just how you exist as a person. So the song I sang at Miss Indiana last year has been my favorite so far. It was feeling good. It was jazzy. It was amazing amazing and I just I made it so big I sang it in the style of Nina Simone kind of mixed with Michael Buble Mm -hmm. so I had a little bit of both of them in there and it started off acapella and it was just it was amazing but I've definitely sang it so much Mm -hmm. that I just got a little tired of it so we've moved on we've retired her for a little bit she's coming back good she'll come back for locals or maybe Miss Indiana next year it was good it's so good She'll, she'll be back but I think that that was the first song where I was like oh like I can sing like I knew I could sing but I was like (laughs) oh wow (laughs) and it just I think that's why I like finally won a talent prelim last year because it was the first song where I was like like this is like 
this works for me this is Mm -hmm. so good like I feel so important and like the story that I told with it just is Nina Simone saying it during the civil rights movement and you know it's just like really like becoming oneself Mm -hmm. and you know breaking past that barrier of people saying that you're you're not worth it like you're not worth being a whole like you're not your own person Mm -hmm. you're not as good as somebody else because of your skin color sexuality all this stuff Mm -hmm. that it could be and so I really just took that song and I like thought of all the times that I have like faced adversity in my life and just made it my own and told my own story through what I did and this year I'm turning away from jazz going a little bit more rocky having fun um it's not as it doesn't it doesn't get as big as feeling good did Mm -hmm. but it is so fun for me to sing like I feel sexy I feel like I'm gonna just like move around that stage I'm really gonna be able to connect with the audience Mm -hmm. on this one and I think a lot of people will like it um just because it's it's a it's a known song I think a little bit and And that's that's what I did I went from locals and I was like this song feels like I'm singing to people I want to sing with people so Mm -hmm. I'm like in the same boat as you I literally switched my song three times throughout this season but we finally found one from Miss Indiana. But I am I just love hearing everyone's, like, talents. Because there's a lot of, like, fun stuff happening this year. We have a team doing karate. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are bringing cheer into um, the organization, which is so fun. But nothing, to me, just beats, like, a good vocalist. I love yeah. a good vocal. I love a good song, especially when the person is conveying more than just the words to you mm-hmm. through that song. Yeah, so let's kind of start talking about service. So tell everyone what your social impact initiative is and just kind of explain it in depth as much as you'd like to. The name of my social impact is Stop the Stigma, Let's Talk About Mental Health. So I recently changed it to that from like just mental health awareness, Stop the Stigma, because really what I want to do with it is encourage people to be open to talking about their mental health with friends, loved ones, you know, peers, or other trusted adults, just because I think that's one of the biggest things holding us back from being like truly open and accepting about mental health is just breaking past that barrier of like we shouldn't talk about this Mm -hmm. or it's not something you should talk about in public because it's like it's a hidden illness like if you saw somebody outside with like a broken arm like you maybe you'd ask them about it you Mm -hmm. know like a friend not just a random person (laughs) that'd be weird but like you know you tell them the story about it or like people talk about visible illnesses all the time and so I want that to be something that can be expanded into hidden illnesses where it's not just something that we hide and, you know, push back. Absolutely. And you are a collegiate title holder. You are Miss Indiana University. So a lot of what comes with your title is taking that initiative and kind of applying it to that college um, setting and then also being able to adapt it to social media. So kind of explain how you've taken your initiative and kind of adapted it to a collegiate level and then also just adapted it to social media as well. So on the collegiate level, I haven't actually started yet because I was crowned very late into the year. So um, just because I I was crowned kind of late into the year and it took us a while to actually figure out what I wanted to do and what I wanted my... um, social impact to actually be so I've signed up next year to hopefully be accepted to be a part of uh, it's called Crimson Core mm-hmm. um, so they do 
um, mental health uh, help on campus. It's all about peer support and just helping people on campus that have mental illness that want to talk to peers and other trusted adults. And like there's free therapy offered on campus. And I hope to really um, encourage that as a resource for people too um, through posting on my Instagram and things like that. And so for the social media aspect, it took me a while to actually mm-hmm. figure out how do I wanted to do this on social media. I know I repost a lot of Mental Health America posts on my story and just try to spread the word about other um, like Instagram posts and um, pages that do talk about mental health in a really good and easily digestible okay. like format, I think. So I, w- I wanted to start doing that. And so I've started actually posting things that have been you know relevant in my life like I posted during finals week about taking breaks and things like that and it was just really applying myself into what I've been posting has made it a lot easier for me because I know that everybody struggles with bad mental health days and it's really okay to be transparent about that and being transparent about that on social media is you know such a big part of what my platform really is like just being open about talking about mental health like it's okay to sometimes have bad mental health days Mm -hmm. it's okay to have to build yourself back up and if it lasts a while that's fine too Mm -hmm. it just it matters what you do with it yeah and then being miss iu you get a lot of unique opportunities to partner with the school i know i saw a lot of pictures of you on iu day and other things like that so Being Miss IU, what do you think has been your favorite um, service aspect or thing that you've gotten to be a part of? Yeah, so I love making appearances around campus all the time. So I think my favorite one has really been I was invited to be a VIP at the Little 500. (laughs) And so I got to go there and I got to ride in the parade. They do a little like parade Mm -hmm. of the cars. They were all donated by BMW this year. And oh my gosh, it was one of the nicest cars (laughs) I've ever been in. I was like, are you sure I can stand on the seat and poke my head out the roof? And she was (laughs) like, they were donated. Yeah. (laughs) So that was really fun. And then the rest of that day, I just spent it, you know, walking around, talking to people. And I got to talk to the president of the university, Pamela Witten. Um, She's new. And it was very nice to meet her. She's very student-oriented and really likes to be with us. And then the second day, I got to go to the barbecue that they had and I remember I was sitting at the table after we were done eating and I was putting my crown on getting ready to go in (laughs) to do the parade and stuff again and there was a little girl at the table next to me and I could see her looking at me and you know you can tell when they want to talk to you so I was like I was like looking at her I was looking at her mom I was like she can come over like she can come talk to me and you know she obviously was too shy too so mom brought her over and was like we just want to tell you how beautiful you look (gasps) like she wants to say that you look like a princess and that always makes my heart like so full yeah. just knowing that we can make that kind of impact on little girls and I I just absolutely loved that and the rest of that day was super fun I got to go to the press box and just like meet a lot of people because I mean they stop you every I would just be walking around and they're like yelling at me they're nice like, hey. things <laughs> yeah they're like miss IU and sometimes they don't see the you they call me miss Indiana it's so awkward I'm like <laughs> besties no. No, no 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 and then I actually got to present the awards awards to the winner at the men's race so that was a really fun day just to really be a part of what my university is doing 
Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. That's one of the reasons I'm kind of sad I didn't go to a big school. But then again, I chose a small school in a big city. So, like, we're kind of getting these grades. I mean, the Indy 500 is in, like, what, two weeks from when we're recording this? So, (laughs) yeah, we're going to take another quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about success and scholarship. All right, and welcome back to the Four Points Podcast today. I'm joined by Miss IU, Shaylee Barnes, and we're going to start talking about success, and Shaylee really does have a lot to talk about. You competed as a teen for multiple years, and here you are as Miss Indiana University. So out of the four titles that you've held now, which one do you think pushed you the most, or which one do you think you showed the most improvement while having? I mean, I can't speak for this year yet because it's definitely not over. (laughs) So I think that the year that really pushed me the most is probably my – Uh, Last year as a teen, um, Miss Hoosier Heartland, uh, I did have two years in it, which definitely contributed a lot because if I, I think if I didn't have those two years, it wouldn't have taken me as far as it did. Mm -hmm. But especially winning it my junior year of high school and then giving it up after I graduated Mm -hmm. high school, which is literally insane to think about. I just showed so much growth, and that was definitely because of my directors, Lori and Michelle. Amazing. (laughs) Love them. They're not directors anymore, which is, like, super sad. I didn't even get to pass on my crown this year because they didn't have it. But they helped me so much, and they pushed me. Like, when we went shopping, it was, like, that was the first year when my dress, they were like, we're not giving input. Like, your decision. Your dress, your decision. I was like, because I am not a person that, Mm -hmm. like likes to make my own decisions yeah i really like the um input of others Mm -hmm. i like i like validation what can i say it's It's good (laughs) it's fine it's fine but so like i was like oh i'm like actually an adult now i was still in my junior i was think it was summer that Mm -hmm. year but i was still young and i was still like oh wow like they're making me do things and then interview prep was like Two years of interview prep is really a lot. It's a (laughs) lot of interview prep. I mean, I was talking so much. And we took a break during COVID, of course. But, you know, it was right back into it once we knew when it was again. And it was just, it was very good, especially for my speaking. Like, I had grown so much in my speaking already. But they just kept giving me input on my fillers, what I was saying, how I was saying it, how I was really presenting myself in the interview. And I think that that really is what, like, pushed me over the edge and then they worked with me with my talent a lot they were like you have to show this like this is you now and and you've got it and I didn't choose my talent song I changed it I was actually gonna dance at my last (laughs) Miss Indiana as a teen and then I sang that song at my uh, show choir finale and they were like that's it that's it change it there you go (laughs) bestie get it and I was like oh Okay. okay, here we go. We'll see what happens. Let's do it. And so I think I really just showed a lot of growth through that. And in that, I, like, have really become – I think it really got me ready for college, like, speaking and doing all that. Absolutely. And then – so there's a lot of other achievements that you can get um, outside of just getting crowned. So talk about some of the preliminary awards, whether that just be at locals and kind of how you've been runner-up a couple times, and then also any preliminary awards that you won at Miss Indiana. I've been runner-up a lot of times. <laughs> and, I mean, as much as it is, like, so nice, it can become frustrating mm-hmm. when you get to a point where you're like, I'm not winning. And that happened to me as a teen, and it happened to me this year as a miss. Mm-hmm. Um, before I won my first teen title, I remember I, like, kind of got runner-ups. And I was like, I was like, why aren't 
getting it because at that point I'd already been competing for three years and it just it made me really frustrated having never won a title and like getting runner-ups because mm-hmm. it was just I was already so like insecure of myself being like super young and mm-hmm. not winning and being you know not white and yeah. uh, a little bit like on the heavier side mm-hmm. not like I wasn't a typical pageant girl and so that that was frustrating but it was good so definitely yeah. got success in the runner-ups and then I've won a lot of preliminary talents I remember I won interview just a couple times and then one time I won congeniality let's go let's go (laughs) once it was it was really a shock to everybody my mom was like what you you really and I was like oh yeah (laughs) me because I'm always backstage helping people but sometimes people think I'm mean because I'm sarcastic in like a dry way (laughs) so same (laughs) so like i'm like being i'm like telling jokes cracking jokes but in a dry yeah like me way yeah yeah. we just get each other and (laughs) (laughs) anyways so that's one of my successes but from all of these like things Mm -hmm. branching out it's been like the change has been noticeable when i was applying for colleges i applied for scholarships that were like um i had to interview to Mm -hmm. get them at butler i applied for the diversity scholarship morton finney Finney, i think and i had to uh, um interview for it and i remember like sitting there like prepping before i was like doing like my show choir interview prep i was Mm -hmm. listening to music i was not show choir oh my god pageant Pageant interview interview. prep (laughs) why did i say that i was doing my pageant interview prep and i was listening to music i was asking myself questions answering them and i got into the interview and it was two people on zoom and then me and it was not like a pageant interview at all but from my pageant interviews it's prepared me to like talk yes to people and they just wanted to have like a conversation they weren't asking me about comment or like current events or anything like that i was like this is easy. This is, <laughs> this mm. is simple. And I got it. I didn't go to Butler, but I didn't get a word at the scholarship. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. And I mean, so many other interviews past that, job interviews, other scholarship interviews, uh, research interviews, mm-hmm. just it's been really good. Yeah. And then speaking of scholarships, um, let's start talking about the scholarship point of the crown. So over your four years competing, where do you think, y- how much scholarship money do you think that you've earned over the four years? I don't have an exact amount, but I'm guessing over four years, it's been a, probably a little bit under, but around 10K. Just, Sheesh. I honestly don't know. But I think my last year at Miss Indiana, I think I won 5K. So yeah. I, I mean, adding up everything and like, <laughs> I remember one pageant, I got like a scholarship to a certain college for like online classes hmm. and I never ended up using that and I really should have. You probably should have, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I still could. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I gotta dig it out of a drawer somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's just been so many different opportunities and it's really amazing how much we really get from this organization. It could be an award as little as, you know, $250 and it just it really adds up it towards does. your education I know that I used a lot of my money 
when I was still in high school to pay off uh, show choir fees. So it's not even just towards, you know, college tuition and that, but they let you use this money for anything you might have need for. And show choir can be really expensive, but a really rewarding experience. Mm -hmm. So after talking to them about that, I was able to use it for that. And other girls can use it for anything else in their schools. And it's a very good opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And so speaking of college, tell me about how your college experience has been so far at IU. My college experience has been literally amazing. I mean, I walked in and I was like, <clears throat> so I'm majoring in neuroscience and I'm on the pre-med track and uh, last semester I added a minor in dance. So mm -hmm. I'm really all over the board, but it's really, really fun. Um, I remember going into it, I came to campus early because I did the intensive freshman seminar program. So it was a two week intensive class. I did uh, African American dance and African American dysphoria. And it was really just doing African dance and then having discussion on like what dysphoria is, uh, critical race theory, all these different types of things with uh, diversity and just like talking about that mm -hmm. in pop culture and dance in ev our everyday lives. So. I got to do that and then going on from there it's really just I like I feel like I kind of took off like a rocket mm -hmm. I tried to get involved as much as I could um, and then I've always been in a lot of credit hours I think next semester I have 19 Ew. credit hours I could not I did 18 <laughs> two semesters I was like nope we're dropping it down <laughs> no we got it we got it I, just, I don't sleep and <laughs> <laughs> so my second semester is when I really like got involved in things that were like specialized to me like I've I've been in clubs and I've been doing a lot of stuff but uh, this l this last semester I joined a dance company run by students in mm -hmm. motion dance company check us out it's really fun mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really cool we have an Instagram page so and then I also got invited by uh, my psychology professor for my first semester to join her research lab mm -hmm. So I've been doing that, and then this summer I got accepted to a research uh, program. So I'll be down there all this summer. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll be down there all this summer doing research, getting paid for it. Oh, that's Did not good. Know that until they so sent that's it. That's kind of very nice. That's nice. It is. It's kind of It's a stipend, but it's kind oh, because so we're doing work for, for the school, the researchers. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll probably just go back towards oh, your education. It's absolutely going <laughs> right back. I mean, it's probably going to be for food and stuff. I'm getting an apartment style Yay. dorm oh <laughs> next year but it's still really nice it's a lot better than me living off campus because i mean if i was late for that bus i'm not i'm not going to class expensive. <laughs> expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive and you know it's on my bursar bill so <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, so i like to ask everybody what their dream job is we all joined the organization dreaming of being miss america but what do you think your dream job is especially if you're focusing on neuroscience yeah, so I think my dream, dream job is to definitely be a neurosurgeon, mm -hmm. maybe specializing in, like, pediatric neurosurgery. That is so many years of school. Yeah. It is so many. And I was even thinking about getting a PhD MD, which mm. that program, eight <laughs> years, residency for surgery. I mean, I was, I'm just going. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever stop going to school. I think... I would always be going to school, but it would, I think that's just so fun. I, not like fun, but like <laughs> it's, it would be really good and rewarding for me. Mm -hmm. I've always loved to help people and I want to see 
like how I can have an impact and direct change on people's lives. And surgery has always been something that's been really interesting to me. And I mean, I love the brain. That's why I'm the brain and everything else about it. I almost majored in psychology, but then I was like, mm, more, more special in neuroscience. More, <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more, a little bit more in nerves. <laughs> well, I wish I wish I was interested neurons. in- Neurons. Neurons, yeah. That's what it is. I just don't, I don't know. I, everyone else in my family went medical and I was like, let me not do that. That's and cool. Medical is hard. Medical. That's it what I thought. I was like, everybody. I can't do math, and I'm really bad at science. So let me take. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Let me do the, the major that doesn't incorporate any of those. <laughs> so we landed in sports information. Yeah. But still, no. I love asking everyone that question because so far the answers have been just crazy. I mean, we have some people who are already working, kind of in their dream job. Alyssa, she's working as a music therapist already, and then a lot of people are still in school trying to get that dream job, and I just I just love hearing everyone's answer, because everyone's so different. Oh, it makes me so happy. Uh, but we are going to take one more break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about Miss Indiana Week. Yay! All right, and welcome back to the final segment of this episode of the Four Points Podcast, and I am here with Miss Indiana University, Shaylee Barnes, and we are going to talk about Miss Indiana Week, and Shaylee, this is so exciting, you're actually the first person on the show to have competed at Miss Indiana, I mean, not Miss Indiana, but have been there for Miss Indiana Week as an outstanding teen, and you are an outstanding woman, so tell me how your experiences at Miss Indiana have been thus far, just competing as a teen. It is always so fun. It is such a fun week. I know that, I mean, going into it, you never really know what to expect, but Mm -hmm. you know that your friends are going to be there. And I know that as a teen, I've been able to stay at home, which is a blessing. (laughs) It really is. I mean, I'm a forgetful person. I leave stuff at home all the time. So I would just, you know, go home and get it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even though I didn't, like, stay with all the other girls in the hotel, which some of the teens still didn't just because they kind of let us loose, I still got that sense of community whenever I would go to the PAC. And, you know, the girls were always so welcoming, so amazing. We would have so much fun on the bus and going to events. And, I mean, that was probably my favorite part was getting to go out into my own community. You know, seeing people I knew wearing a crown and a sash and a pretty dress is really funny. (laughs) With a bunch of other girls also wearing a crown and sash. Because they look at you and they're like, is that Shaylee? Like, is that the girl we go to school with? And I'm like, yeah. I always wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt to school. But look at me now. Sparkly. Every day. Same. Absolutely. Every day I would look like a little bit of a bum. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can dress myself nice if I want to. Sure. Sometimes I just don't want to. It's It's not a fashion show. (laughs) I sound like my mom. (laughs) It's school, not a fashion show. (laughs) (laughs) So when it comes to Miss Indiana Week, you'll be competing on a different side of it because I know some of the events that the teens do versus the misses is a little different outside of just Mm -hmm. competition itself. So being a miss, what do you think you're most looking forward to this time around? I mean, as much as I love staying at my house, I'm really excited to stay with the girls in Butler. Oh, I just can't because wait. <laughs> I'm a little stressed out about it because if I forget something, I mean, it's still right there. My yeah. house is right there. But I mean, it's like I'm not going to be at home in my bed. And I think it's really good that I'm in college already to yeah. like have that dorm experience like uh I know there's some girls that are still in high school and are misses, and so I think it's going to be a little bit of a shock to them, mm-hmm. but that'll get them ready for college. So. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really a win-win situation, but I'm excited to just be with the girls all week because I think it's going to be a really good and fun experience for us to all be together, to bond, and to 
beach with each other almost 24 7 i think it's going to be a lot but it's going to be fun and then other than that i'm just excited to experience the miss side of it because they they really just split us into Mm -hmm. two pieces and you know you never really know what the other group is doing so Mm -hmm. i'm excited to experience what the other group has done um even though the teen teens will be doing a little bit different stuff this Mm -hmm. year so i won't know what they're doing now but (laughs) it'll be fun to have experienced both sides i'm really excited yeah and absolutely and of all the things that you've done at miss indiana over the times that you've been what thing that you did was just like the most fun for you i mean it's probably one year we went to an aftercare church it wasn't the boys and girls club it was is it the rock maybe i think it was the rock and i we got to do the macarena and i (sighs) did it with this one little boy oh my goodness what was his name i think it was will he was so funny he was absolutely amazing he was hilarious i think his name was will anyway i did the macarena with that boy and we we did it real good (laughs) it was so fun and i mean it was just it's always so much fun hanging out with the kids i know last Mm -hmm. year we went to the boys and girls club and we got to play with them and we played jeopardy with this one group of kids and i mean we won but they they were hot on our tails they're smart kids (laughs) we were just quicker at buzzing in oh fair 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 (laughs) and i mean i play basketball in my crown and my heels and they beat me they well, win so well, but I'm not hot on their tails, but uh, <laughs> I'm close. I'm close. But just being able to get out into the community and to see the impact you're making, especially on kids, because, you know, they don't know that this exists really yet. Mm-hmm. It's not something that, you know, parents are, unless they've been a part of it actively. Yeah. like Or like the princess programs yeah. and stuff like that. It's yeah. like... Even if it's like, even if they're aware of it, they don't really know what know it what's is. Going on. It's a it's a pageant. Like mm-hmm. that's what they hear. And even though they change the branding to like scholarship competition, there's still the past history that it's a pageant. So it's really nice to get out into the community and to be able to talk to them like as a title holder, like as yeah. a current um, person in the organization. All right, and it is your first year competing as a Miss. So, do you have any like goal that you've set for yourself? What do you think is what you would be the happiest to walk away with this year? I'm going in for the experience as a Miss. I think the best thing to walk away with this year is new relationships, new friendships in the Miss category. Because yeah. I mean, I know some of these girls. Some of them have been my Miss, and. I'm just excited to really get into the heart of it and to be able to, you know, get to know everybody else. Because as a teen, you really get to know your miss and your missus friends and like a couple other people. But other than that, it you're kind of isolated from them, especially after COVID. They split up the yeah. teens and the misses. So a lot of the new ones I don't really know yet, especially from the first half of the year. Um, yeah, there was a lot of new people. We talked about yeah. that a couple times. Like this is one of the first classes where it is more fresh faces than it is returning Mm -hmm. competitors which is crazy and i'm excited to be part of this new way of ushering in but yeah absolutely i'm super excited (laughs) to just see what the week brings absolutely same same oh i can't wait i'm so (laughs) excited well shaylee we're about out of time but before we go would you like to tell everyone where to find you on social media yes so my personal instagram is private but if you request me i'll probably accept it Uh, (laughs) because i accept it anyway um it is shaylee barnes underscore and then my pageant instagram if you want to follow me there it's pretty fun we have a good time over there is miss indiana underscore miss iu so 
Yeah, and then it's the same thing. Company. Oh, my that dance one? company. I'm not on that Instagram, but it does promote our shows and some of our dances that we'll start doing when we return. It is Inmo Dance Company. All one word. All right. Well, Shaylee, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I had a blast. Yay. Oh, I love you so much. Oh, this <laughs> I is love you so too. Fun. Ah! All right. And thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week. <laughs>